Yo, so guess what, everybody? <laughs> I am black. Now, listen, when I say I'm back, what I mean is I'm actually back. So our, our podcast, as you guys probably know, is like pre-recorded. So we hadn't been back in a while. And Akila, in case you guys didn't know, didn't do the math. Like she, based off this podcast, she was pregnant for like 15 months or something. <laughs> <laughs> but she actually had her baby. So she's not even here because she had the baby. So we saw the baby too. We saw we saw a flat version of the baby. The baby wasn't flat. The baby just this is a picture of the baby, right? So in the studio with me, we kind of have a team who kind of came together because tech guy Nick actually isn't on this episode. Oh, <laughs> he's awesome. He's amazing. I talked to him uh, not super long ago. Amazing, but he wasn't. He's not going to be available to do this one. But we do have in the studio with me my man. Pastor, doggone Kyle. Hey, say hi to everybody. What's man. up? Yeah. We say what up, though, in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're in not Texas. in Detroit. We're not in Detroit. We say, uh, <laughs> we say hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. Yeah, stop. You can, you can take a brother out the hood, but you can't take, take the, the hood, hood out, out the, brother. the brother. Yeah. So, so on the mic, who you hear right now in the studio with me is uh, one, is really a, the guy who helps everything run at the shows as well as Tech Guy Nick. <laughs> <laughs> but better sometimes is uh, Damien's in the studio. So if you happen to hear his voice, you want to say hi to everybody? Hi. That's great. Yeah, they don't yeah. talk that much. And then we also have who is new to the squad, not necessarily the podcast squad, but um, also in the room who does a lot of the road logistics and gets everything together, books flights. She's doing a great, great job. What prison did you just get out of, Mary? What, what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we also have here Mary. Let's give Mary a round of applause. Okay. Oh yeah. Wrong button. Wrong button. That was so scary. scary Mary. So we're back. Wow. That was nice, Pastor. Hey, thank you. <laughs> I've heard it before. It's okay. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, Is there any truth to it then? Find out. Okay. Oh man. Oh, man. That sounded like that, was, that, that button was appropriate. <laughs> find out. Keep calling me that and find out. That button made sense. <laughs> All right. So as you know, this is called Funny How Life Works, where we use funny to help you understand how life works. Let me tease what we're going to be talking about. We're going to help you understand how to deal with, grow, and walk in better joy with blended families. Whoa! How are we going to do that? Watch. Okay. I love this podcast. You'll be laughing out loud, and all of a sudden, boom, something that can really help you drops in your lap. I like it because I unexpectedly learn about life. It is so funny. I get to laugh and learn about life at the same time. I like listening to Funny How Life Works with the car of my parents. <laughs> with the car in my parents' okay. <laughs> Oh, so we're, I'm super excited about this. Like, first of all, Pastor Kyle, I'm so happy you're doing this because pastors don't cost anything. So, unless they give bad advice, then it's always you got. If you guys, if something's fun, I, I see y'all holding in laughter as a team right now. That's really that makes sense. I just want to throw that. You don't want. That's not something you want to do. It's okay. It just doesn't come. Oh, uh, unless it sounds like a chainsaw. Oh <laughs> if it sounds like a chainsaw, then oh maybe no. That's actually um, his real laugh too. He wasn't even playing. <laughs> So uh, we're going to talk about blended family. We're going to talk about blended family, raising kids. But the way we're going to do this is uh, I've been talking about this for a while. And what I mean is even on some recent events that we did, we had some conversations with some people. So we're going to take we're going to take some questions that we took from people. And um, but first, let me find out how. Well, Kyle, how you doing, man? 
I'm good. Tell um, everybody what you, what you, how you get down, where your church is, and all that stuff. I pastor Scent Church in Plano, Texas. It is a church that has been around about 36 years, and I've been the lead pastor for two years. And two years, wow. Yep. And I, uh, I'm married to Petra. We've been married 22 years. Tell them who your best friend is. Mm, Michael Jr. On Thursdays. <laughs> I got a Friday best friend. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want to say it. You should say on Tuesdays because that's when we drop the podcast. Oh, Tuesdays. Michael Jr. is my best friend on Tuesdays. Um, and we have three kids. So yeah. two older boys and a little girl. Is it do you like do you have a blended family? You say you want to talk about you, you know, it depends on how you define it. Our boys yeah. are adopted. So as yeah. they are adults now, one of them is really reaching out to his biological family. So he calls my wife mom, but he's wanting to connect more with his mom. Oh, yeah. wow. And then we are a legal guardian to, to the little girl. She's, she's beautiful, too. Oh, she's beautiful. Apparently she doesn't have a name. but that Her name is, is Mimi. You know, Mimi, hey, I was going to tell you, Mimi did a lemonade stand this weekend. For real? She did, man. Wow. She, uh, How'd that work out? Awesome. In your neighborhood, the best time to do a lemonade stand, just as a heads up. It's Black History Month. I'm just saying, because you live in a mostly white. I mean, it's very diverse, but if it's a little black kid during during February selling something, white people eat that up. How much money do you think that lemonade stand brought in? With Mimi there? With Mimi there. Lemonade stand. How much was the lemonade? 50 cents a cup. 50 cents a cup? Yeah. What year do you think this is? It's like $2. All right. Plus, she's all cute. I would say she made 36 bones. Oh, come on, bro. Okay, let me tell you what her vision was. Her vision was to sell lemonade to raise funds for hospital workers. She oh wanted to buy gift cards for healthcare workers because they're oh, working so hard. She probably made a Labor Day lemonade. She probably stand. made two hundred fifty dollars. What'd she make, bro? Between real lemonade, cash app, Venmo, twelve hundred dollars. She made twelve hundred bones. Twelve hundred dollars, man. Dude, you need to adopt some more kids, man. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> wow, that is dope. I'm out there in front of my house. People dropping off hundred dollar bills, fifty dollar bills, twenty dollar bills. Wow. Some people just rolled up and said, I don't need any lemonade, but I'm just so thrilled that you're doing this. Let me ask you this question. <laughs> What's she really going to do with the money? She- <laughs> Come on, man. I know, Pastor. Look, look, it's okay. But she's going to tithe off of it, don't she? She's <laughs> she giving sure. it away. I talked to the hospital CEO today. Oh, wow. That is. She dope. wanted to do Panera gift cards, but he said we actually prefer meals over gift cards. So we're going to talk to Panera and see if they'll. Cater some meals for hospital staff. Wow. That is dope, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. She's eight years old. She had a vision. But wow. I will say this. When the first cash came in through Venmo, and it was $20, she's like, ooh, wait, that means I get to keep 10 and my friend who's going to help me can get 10 And I was like, wait, 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 wait. I thought the vision was to give it away. <laughs> so she, uh, yeah, she, she's on board again with the vision. So you don't know, you don't have, you never have those thoughts, right? Like, man, sure did get a lot of ties today. Uh, no, I'm just playing. Oh, no, I know Pastor Kyle since we've known each other for like you were in Grand Rapids. You followed me, <laughs> yeah, to Texas, to Texas. And when I talk about somebody who really, really loves people, like every time we go somewhere, like tell them about the the. Uh, we, what about the Tesla dude? Remember the Tesla oh, dude? Oh, man, the Tesla guy. You know how that all started. You had to, you needed some work done on your car. And somehow we asked that guy, what would you really be doing? If, like, if you weren't doing Teslas, right. what would you like to do? And it turned into this deep conversation about him wanting to be a better husband, better father, right. needing to get back in church, praying for him on the spot. Like, he's saying this stuff. Dude is supposed to be fixing a car. And uh, and then we dug in and said, so what? So 
how do you think um, God plays a role in all this? Yeah, oh yeah. And old boy yeah. was like, I don't know if he really, if he really does. Right. And that just opened the whole conversation. That opened up. it up significantly. And then he said, um, he said he said something to the effect that he feel like he could probably handle all of this stuff himself, mm. not really mm-hmm. needing God. Yeah. <laughs> and then he went on to tell me what the problem was with the car. That's right. How it wasn't connected to the power yeah we're like so it wasn't working right are you connected to the power i was like dude did you hear what you just said (laughs) so the car can't really function the way it needs to if it's not connected to the power on the wall man it's funny how life works it is funny how (laughs) life works it was crazy this happens all the time we're together that's right like you add a little bit of comedy with some with with some understanding about the bible some learning and some laughter you got a bible with you i do no phone (laughs) of course you do 56 different translations now Mimi started a lemonade stand, and then you just left just now because the news media was at your house. Yeah, they just showed up. They just showed up with no permission? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Wow. They want to hear the story. They want to hear the story about? She wants to do a Labor Day lemonade stand. Right. For healthcare workers who are laboring so hard during the pandemic. Do healthcare workers drink lemonade? <laughs> no. She was going to buy them Panera gift cards. That is it's so very dope. specific. What did the media people want just now? This is so cool. It was like live. They actually just broke up our podcast So, because he left in the middle of it to talk to the media <laughs> about the lemonade stand. I didn't get to talk to him. Petra talked to him. But I just I had to send any pictures and videos I had on my phone to the camera. Oh, person. yeah, for evidence. <laughs> That's dope. Here, here's the here's – the, actually, you sent me the video last – Week. Oh yeah, you I sent did. me the video from when you guys were at the store. Yes, buying, buying those lemons. Buying the lemons. Mm-hmm. So let me let you guys listen to the video. Hi, my name is Mimi, and um, today, uh, actually, in two days, I'm gonna be making a lemonade stand. Just wanna let you know, two days is going to be Labor Day. Labor Day. So doggone dope. Listen, when life's when life gives you lemons, <laughs> you sell lemonade. You when life gives you lemon, make sure sh- I'm gonna say that for the off the cuff moment. I got something great for the off the cuff moment. I just need a pen. Though. It's gonna be great. So this takes us right into kind of blended families because it's not really a blended family. But you stepped up. You and your wife Petra stepped up in a significant way, right? And they just are really, really awesome to these doggone kids. At least Mimi. I mean, who else? Like the fact that she's thinking about other people means the only way you can do that is if you feel secure and you feel safe. Mm-hmm. Like you can't even do that otherwise. Right. Yeah, man. She is. She's special. And I, I, I was thinking about, you know, as pastors always looking for sermon illustrations everywhere. The main reason that she generated $1,200 from this lemonade stand is because of relationships that her father has with people. So she had a vision, an idea, mm-hmm. but she needed our network of relationships to execute it, to make it happen. I was thinking that's how it is with, with God, right? We we can have our ideas all we want, but um, if we don't connect with the Father, they're not going to go anywhere. So. 
Yeah, so what I hear you saying is she could have did okay, but you need a cut because she used your resources. Hey, man, I don't hear you saying right I'm, now. He's like, I'm, it was okay. I'm going to keep it real with so you. She can, this lady came and she brought her son. She's uh-huh. like, he did a lemonade stand a few weeks ago, and he did really well. I was like, really? How'd it go? She's like, he made $30. And I'm sitting there, you know, it's a cash box with like hundreds of dollars. <laughs> but I didn't want to That's say hilarious. So I was like, man, that's awesome. And it was. It was like, good for you, man. Shoot, you could probably get at least one sub sandwich and a cookie. No, no. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking, man, the community stepped up in a big way. Yeah, that was great, man. Because, yeah, so his dad really didn't do much is what you really say. <laughs> his, his dad name must be oh, Buddha. I'm just playing. That is weird. That's just, that's, it got that's, weird. That's not right. It, just, it got weird, didn't it? <laughs> so we're going to take some questions. We took we we went on to, uh, where are we getting questions from, Mary? Where do these questions come these from? These are from Facebook. We took some questions from Facebook about uh, about families, blended families, whether it be adopted kids or whatever the case is. And pa- Pastor Kyle obviously is doing a, a really awesome job. Like, I've spent time with Mimi. She's pretty dope. But um, questions about blended families. And Mary's going to read the questions, and then we're going to respond. Have you seen these questions? No. You haven't? I have not seen these questions. Okay, me neither, which is the best way to go. So we're going to answer them both from uh, just two brothers' perspective and then and then uh, someone who, well, we'll just see what happens. Go ahead. Question number one. So the first one's not really a question. Okay. Just yeah. Rules to... are simple. Okay. <laughs> the rules you are got, simple. You got a lot of thoughts, though. Who like, questions? They no. wanted to know what y'all's thoughts were on whether step-parents should be able to discipline kids. Mm. Ooh. I have some strong opinions on that. And how that affects the well, Here's the thing. Number one, I, I just, I, I have a, I shouldn't, I don't have an issue with it. But we, we have a, a blended uh, family, right? And uh, I, my my instinct was to, you know what? I'll let you go first, man. Okay, well, I'm just going to say, if an adult has a child living in their home, they need to be able to discipline the child. Right. Now, there should be some agreement with the biological parent, but if that agreement involves you can't discipline my child while they're at your house, it doesn't work. If the child is under a person's authority, the house, the person in authority needs to be able to exercise. I feel so much better now from that time Mimi stayed tonight. (laughs) Yeah, that feels so much better. I'm just comedy. I didn't whoop her that many times. She was stealing lemons out of my refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) She was taking lemons trying to sell them to my kids. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's an easy answer. But it's like when somebody says... It depends on what you mean by discipline, too. Well, it does. It does. Some people are talking about whoopings and and but that's not that's why i said that's like a last resort i don't even think that's a yeah good way to handle yeah to, to, i don't think you should beat your kids i would say the step parents should, should respect the wishes of the biological parent there should be a mutual respect there but yeah. no the, the idea so, of don't discipline my child just in general the way i look at so-called blended uh, families is i i really look at it like if god brought the two together the mom and the dad no matter how many kids they got I really feel like, like if God knows everything, then that's part of His plan. And I am a big opponent. Is opponent means you're for it? Proponent. proponent. I'm a big proponent. Are you sure, Mary? I'm positive. Okay. <laughs> are you, or are you just an opponent? Of what I'm saying. Okay, I'm a big proponent of um, really removing as many steps as you possibly can to get to where you want to be. So what I mean by removing steps is. Like the the phrase step dad or step child really puts a step in between you and that child, in my opinion. Mm. So from the gate, 
like with my kids, there, there's never been a step at all. I mean, I'm either dad or you can call me by my first name, whatever it is, but I just want you to have full access to me. And as you know, Kyle, I got kids who aren't even mine or my, like right. some actual kids who I love, 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 and they just call me dad and I call them, and we just, I mean, that's how it is. So I think the less they, you can put it between. They call you daddy junior? Yeah. Uh, well, my wife might call me that sometimes. Oh my God. <laughs> Father Junior. No, that is great. That is great, Pastor. I'm going to do the jokes. Daddy Junior. That's great. So uh, I kind of try to eliminate the steps. So, I, in fact, I'll even say that to some people when I meet them. Somebody might be on an autograph line, be like, hey, this is my stepdaughter, my new stepdaughter. But if she knew, see if you could eliminate one of those steps so y'all can get closer. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, um, next question. Let's take another question. That was great, Mary. Uh, someone wanted to know. How to balance. Wait, what's their name? Tell, tell us their names. Tracy. For this uh, one, next it, one. Just Tracy? Tracy, yeah. She, she have a last name? People want to hear their name on the podcast. Tracy Waddell. Tracy Waddell. Yes. Did you just make that up just now? No, I didn't make it. It's right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's right here. Tracy oh Waddell. Because you looked at I asked for the last name. He was like, what the <laughs> damn? Okay, Waddell. Tracy Waddell. Thanks for sending your question on Facebook or Instagram, wherever it came from. Go ahead. They want to know... Uh, if you have any advice on balancing, like, Wait, is there a question though? Could you, yeah, this just, is your word. They're not straight questions. It's just right. advice on Let's, like how do you balance like if the step parent is being treated better than like the biological or vice versa, like from the kid. Yeah. If the step parent is being treated better than like the biological, yeah. <laughs> if the step parent is being treated better than the biological by the kid, yes. There were some issues before the doggone. Step showed up. That's what it was. A step between the biological and the That's right. Wow, you cannot manipulate a child to treat adults a certain way. Children, the great thing about children is they really don't have a filter. So they show you what they're feeling. They show you when they feel safe and when they don't. They make it very clear who they feel safe with, who they love. Um, and sometimes the words can be harsh if we're not on the receiving end. Like this weekend before the lemonade stand, Mimi got upset with me. She got upset with me when I was trying to help her with some math. So she's, she's, I, I told her she needed to go up to her room for 10 minutes. To wait, wait, wait. You was helping her with math? She was like, math. this looks like 1,200, <laughs> but it's not. It's really 150. She, you know what she told me? <laughs> As she stormed up to her room, upset, pouting, she said, you're the last on my list. I was like, huh? You're the last on my list of best dads in the world. Oh, snap. Yeah, that's great. She showed me that list. Yeah, okay. She was like, you see your name at the top, Mr. Junior? That's what she called me. So, you know, but then, of course, she apologized later. But I'm just saying, yeah. kids, say some, it, to the person that doesn't feel like they're on the receiving end of more love than the step-parent, yeah, it can be harsh. Mm -hmm. But you can't manipulate a kid to to love somebody more than they love somebody else. Yeah, and more times than not, the kid will use that as leverage. Too, especially if it's in a little hostile, because normally it's the opposite. Normally, normally no, they don't want to receive the the step parent, right? Because they feel like, yo, I gotta be loyal to my mom or be loyal to my dad, which is always, which is well, a, yeah. I guess that'd be the encouragement too to a biological parent. The encouragement is kids always have a loyalty to their biological parent, mm -hmm. so even if they're not showing it verbally, or the bio parent doesn't feel loved, kids always. Mm -hmm. Okay, ninety nine percent of the time, doesn't matter what the bio parent does. Right, they have a loyalty to them. So I would say yeah, be secure in that love. Right, they, yeah. There's a loyalty there. That's dope. That's really cool. Mary, next question. You talk about your kids and stuff. And I don't your, your have plans. Kids. I don't have kids. What mm -mm. plans? <laughs> what plans? Mary don't want no kids. Remember, that's what Aquila said at one time. Then suddenly, 
Uh, now she got kids. That's awesome. Good for her. I'm so excited. Next question about children's. We're taking them right now on Funny How Life Works. Go ahead and call our number. We don't have one. <laughs> All right. Deanna Lynn. Deanna Lynn. Uh, asked, how long does it take for a blended family to feel normal? Oh, the same amount of time it takes a normal family to feel normal. Yeah, it never happens. Nobody feels normal. Do you feel like normal? Like it depends on what normalcy means, but I don't think it, I think you need to just recognize where you are versus trying to get to somewhere that you can't. Right. I would agree with that. And normal is different for everybody. But I mean, the reality is it's like, what are you defining as normal? And if you're dealing with a situation of a blended family, sometimes there's some trauma there that may never feel normal. Like there's a certain attachment that the step parent is wanting that may never happen. Um, and the child, children, whether it's a divorce situation or just a situation where there's a broken relationship with a bio parent or a forced relationship with a step parent, children take a while to attach and some, some don't reconcile that stuff to they're in their thirties and forties. Wow. It takes a while. There's, there's a certain trauma that comes from that that I think we tend to underestimate. So I think respect the process, just make kids feel safe and loved and, if you get attachment, if you get a sense of normalcy, that's a bonus, but you're not guaranteed to get it. Mm-hmm. My kids are pretty doggone amazing. Here's one thing that I figured out. And because uh, my daughter, actually, I, I think it's important. Like life will bring you people with circumstances to reveal where you're not free. Mm-hmm. So so if you're feeling like you, like for if any circumstance you don't like somebody or something's wrong, it is rarely ever about the other person. It's right. really about you. Right. Like for real. Like you ever know somebody who's dating somebody and you're like, that dude ain't no good for her. Can't she see it? And then finally she break up with him. And then who she find? Somebody just like that dude. That's right. And then somebody else like that dude. But just because life will bring you people in circumstances to reveal your, where you're not free. God wants to use that circumstance to get you to a better you, not to a better them. And more times than not, we want to eliminate the circumstance. So who is your worst relationship before your wife? No, I'm kidding. You don't have to answer that question. Wait, my worst what? Your worst relationship. Your worst dating relationship before your wife. My worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say. Uh, <laughs> don't say her name, man. I've only been in. I've I've had a total since I started dating. I had a total of eight relationships. Okay. Total, and um, was one of them deranged? You talking about our relationship, me and you? <laughs> it is a little deranged. I gotta be real with you. It's a little deranged. Oh man. I would say uh. Oh, I remember, I remember my first kiss. You remember your first kiss? I do. I was standing in the alley on the corner of Eastern and Adams Street. You know where Adams is in yes, Eastern and Grand I Rapids? Do. I do. And I didn't know the girl was going to kiss me. I was like, That's a, the same thing that happened to me. <laughs> I didn't know she was going to kiss <laughs> yeah. me, dude. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, what am I, like 11 or 12 or something? Yeah. And then out of nowhere, she kissed me and her, she was, her lips was all soft and weird. It was gushy. <laughs> and I was like, ah, what's happening? I thought I like, I, I mean, I, I wasn't ready. Right. I wasn't ready for you. I was like, wait a minute, what was her name? What was the girl name who kissed you? It might have been the same doggone girl. I don't know. I just know she was from Muskegon. For real? Mm-hmm. She was a little aggressive. What? Yeah, she was aggressive. <laughs> for real, you remember her name? No, nah, I don't. You remember what she looked like? Was she a little, was she kind of swollen? <laughs> no, she wasn't swollen. <laughs> she wasn't. <laughs> this girl. No, I remember this one. She was a little, what was her name? I think they called her Moosey or something. Whatever, man. No, for real. What was her name? I'm trying to remember. I still Bo-winkle? remember I was. Huh? Bowinkle? No, it was. I can't remember her name. Her name was like 
Well, listen, if you're out there and you're listening, you know, because we was in the alley, standing there right by the street. Why are you kissing people in the alley, Michael Jr.? I don't know. I don't know either. It was the same alley. The next alley down was the alley I got in a fight with Floyd Mayweather at. Did I tell you about that, Kyle? I've never heard this story. I got in a fight with, listen, I didn't remember the story until people in my neighborhood brought it up. Okay. But apparently, because Floyd was messing my look. Wait, he might hear this. But this was a true story. I'm just telling you a true story. So Floyd was messing with my little brother. And my brother came home crying. And he used to live on Adam Street. And I live on Adam Street, but it was a different alley. I kissed a girl in the one alley. Then I went down there. It wasn't the same day. But my brother came home crying. I was like, who did? He was like, Floyd Mayweather. And then um, my and then I walked down the alley. Mm-hmm. Floyd is there. And I lit that dude up. Oh, yeah. I, I lit him up like it don't make no sense. And then... um. And I just went home and sat and watched TV. And then my dad was like, what's going on? I could tell something happened. And then my little brother told my dad what happened. And my dad laughed because probably 30 years ago, my dad beat up his dad. Oh, my goodness. And his dad used to be a boxer, too. Now, go. keep in mind, Floyd Mayweather was, at the time, I think he was 11. He was 6 when you beat him. He was, he was 11. <laughs> him and I was probably... 14. That's called what bullying nowadays. <laughs> now they call it bullying. Whatever. Listen, had I not beat him up, he probably wouldn't be who he is right now. Oh. <laughs> Let's just put it out there. He was like, I ain't never getting beat up again. And hey, now man, I look at look him. Look at him undefeated. Un- undefeated. Hey, Way to go, I did that. Jr. I did that. Wow. Well, Adams, right? And boom, right in the kisser. And then I went down to the other alley. And then. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness! Said, I'm a lover, so not a fighter. Exactly. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Mary, another question. We'll take one more question, and we're gonna wrap this thing up. You better come up with one. Ask another question. Go. They all just nobody no? put questions. They just put a bunch of heart comments on. Okay, us. what's one of the comments you left? Uh, they said that communication is the most important thing. One more. Say it again. Communication is the most important thing with dealing with blended families. Wait, I didn't understand. Say it again. <laughs> That's how blended family communication goes. Yes, I can say it again. Go, go ahead. I'm <laughs> communication. Would, would you agree with that? That communication is the most important thing? Uh, I guess it depends on what you're communicating. I think in any relationship, communication is the most important thing. Right. You know, that's one of those universal truths. You think about any dysfunctional relationship you have, oftentimes it's rooted in communication issues. Because mm. even if you have a difficult person in your life, if you can communicate with them and respect right. the fact that you're different. Right. You can have a healthy relationship. Right. So don't use Sprint, people, because that communication is choppy. It's breaking up. You're like, it's, I, it's, well, I, you, and then you're like, what in the world just happened? Boom. So here's what we're going to do. The off-the-cuff moment I want to go off-the-cuff on is looking back at what Mimi did. She went out of her way at nine years old, really, to look at other people and decide to do something for someone else actually doing the opposite of what her name might imply instead of being about me me she was like what can i do for someone else listen there's times in life where life will give you lemons and if you just add some sugar to it you could change somebody else's life for the good i'm michael jr it is funny how life works boom 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 Boom, boom, bang. Hey, we're giving away something free, right? Did I tell you about that? No. Yes, we give away something a lot of times to people. So what are we going to give them? We had some leftover lemonade. Yeah, that works. Oh, <laughs> it's great. No, no, no. So what we're going to give people is uh, we're going to give you a copy of my comedy special. Tell them where to get it, Mary. 
We go to MichaelJr.com. We? Tell them to go they there. Go to tell them where to go. MichaelJr.com slash extra. Extra. MichaelJr.com slash extra. Get a copy of the comedy special. You know why? Because you're special.